Welcome to Future Insiders, a podcast about the future of tech, business, and humanity. I am your host, Kathy Hackle. Today, we'll be talking to the team at Arvore, who recently won a primetime Emmy for outstanding innovation in interactive programming for their VR experience, The Line. So today I am joined by Ricardo and Ricardo, two, two Ricardos, um, and I think they're both in Brazil currently. And uh, the reason we're talking to um, to the to these creative professionals is because they are a part of the team behind the line. And the line, for those of you guys have that have listened to uh, other episodes is one of the virtual reality pieces that recently got award, awarded an Emmy. And uh, I kind of, you know, I'm part of the executive committee at the Television Academy that helped give this award. I was incredibly impressed with their content uh, and what the line is. We're gonna talk a little bit more about what it is, what it entails, why it's so important. Uh, so first of all, guys, um, if you want Ricardo Justus, if, Justus, if you wanna start introducing yourself and then we'll go to Ricardo Laganaro. Um, so yeah, tell folks a little bit about who you are. Yeah, excellent. Uh, thank you for that amazing intro, by the way. Uh, I'm Ricardo Justus. I am um, co-founder uh, and CEO of Arvori, which is the production company behind uh, the line. Uh, and uh, well, I, my background is also from um, uh, same as Laganaro, I'm, I'm, I'm from traditional uh, entertainment and production. Uh, about uh, f- five years ago, uh, six years ago now, I started uh, looking into immersive entertainment and uh, working a lot with innovation and, and content. And uh, three years ago, I, f- I founded Arvori, and uh, here we are today. <laughs> That's exciting. So, and now we're going to Ricardo Laganaro. Um, talk a little bit about your role in, um, in you know, maybe, maybe tell a little bit about how you guys did as well. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's great to be here talking to you. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, I am Ricardo Laganaro. I am the director of the line. Uh, I, I also co-wrote the piece. And at Arvori, I am partner and chief storytelling officer. So I'm trying to take care of all the narrative aspects in a more a broad way, broad way, not just thinking about characters and conflicts and stories, but all the narrative elements in the experience in the company and before that I used to work in film productions here in Brazil uh, in big studios and then I met Ricardo the other Ricardo like because I was already working with immersive content 360 videos here in Brazil in this big production company called O2 that made City of God and other big films and I was already doing 360 content for them in the innovation department of the company but I was already wanting to just just do immersive content because I realized that this would be, I think, the next stage of entertainment. And then I met Ricardo uh, in events. We always did like panels together and talk about VR for the public. And I didn't know at the time that he was already cooking the company. But then when he introduced me the idea of the company and, and then he can talk a little bit more, I said, now I can have partners that, business partners that, all the time are focused in creating this new medium, this new language, this new format and exchange and, and pushing the, 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 the limits of, of that. And I was super into that. So that's why I, I joined the, the team. 
I love it. I feel I can't help but feel that I'm I'm speaking to the future Tyler Perry and the future Inaritu. I hope people will revisit this interview when you guys are famous. Um, you're <laughs> so anyway, maybe let's tell folks a little bit about the line and what the line is as a story and as an experience in virtual reality because that's what you experience it right now you have to put on a vr headset to go into this beautiful experience um that actually is able to um utilize the hand tracking which was my one of my favorite things the hand tracking within the experience so um who, who wants to take this one i think it can begin and then ricardo uh compliment but the idea we, we like to call it like it's an embodied narrative because one of the main premise of this experience was to creating it in a way that only would work in VR. And by saying that, we, we have an understanding that to, to be tailored for VR, it has to explore the space and the body of the user, right? So we want to create some, some kind of experience that had a, a traditional like uh, arc, narrative arc, but used, besides using the eyes and the, the here to, 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 hear, uh, to, to hear the story, sorry, uh, the entire body to interact and had different layers of understanding the whole piece. And then this was the, the first idea and the first concept of, of creating this embodied narrative, as I said. If Ricky wants to, to add something. something. Yeah, um, that, 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 was, that was the main premise behind it. And um, also it was by then when we started the line, we had already done a lot of, we had already done uh, a, a, Inter interactive uh, immersive games with a lot of storytelling in them, but also a lot of experimentation with embodiment. And um, so we felt like this would be a, a consolidation of everything we had learned and, and, and put it out in a strong, meaningful story uh, uh, that would touch people emotionally and all of that was a, a very strong aspect to it. And another strong aspect that leads into the hand tracking aspect is uh, that it, that anybody could do it, right? That it would be very simple and the interactions would be very straightforward and natural, right? Uh, and, and then that translated very well into hand tracking, obviously. Yeah, I, I, just just to finish, sorry, uh, the, the idea is like to make this experience as a gateway to VR, right? A piece that we can show people why we believe storytelling can work in this medium, not just as a gimmick for like uh, just having one or two nice experience, but it's not, no, no, we really believe it's a new art form. And it follows the story, um, what was the, the young boy's name? Um, Pedro. Pedro, it follows the story of Pedro and Rosa in this miniature version of uh, Sao so Paulo? Sao Paulo, yes, yeah, Sao Paulo, yeah. Sao Paulo, de coração. That means I am. <laughs> wow, thanks to <laughs> I love that. Sao Paulo. Nice. Really. We um, love Sao Paulo as well. <laughs> A miniature version of a 1940s, I believe, you can correct me, uh, Sao Paulo, a uh, little version. And it's a beautiful story about this boy. And, you know, I don't want to give it away because I want people to actually watch it, you know, experience yes. it in VR. But that's kind of like a, a little bit. It, why did you choose to bring this story? Why did you choose to base it in Brazil? Obviously, you're based in Brazil, but what is the reasoning? And then also... You, uh, you got a chance to have Rodrigo Santoro, who's like a very famous uh, actor of Brazilian, you know, he's Brazilian, very famous, yes. in, you know, in, um, in uh, Westworld and many other movies, but you worked with him to voice the story. Tell me more about the, 
the you know the influence of the story and how it came to be and why Brazil and how did you work with him? I'll, I'll talk more about a personal side and then I think we can talk about more overall view and relates with the company as well. But for me, it's 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 an idea that I had because before that I had done a lot of cinematic piece. And when we talk about VR, we always think about places that we'll never be able to go, right? The space or Mars or inside the Earth, or and it's amazing. It's a teleport machine, so we sh we are supposed to do that. But I wanted to test what about the opposite? What about a very simple story, just a love story, and in a place that we know that exists. And, and it, this is something important for me as, as a Brazilian because in Brazil here, we are used to see films and every time the story happens in LA or in New York or in Paris and London, but we are not very used to see our country in a story, in a normal story. You can see Brazil in Rio or, or you can see Brazil in a, in a experience or a film that talks about samba or soccer but not a regular story like that. And I, I thought it was important to begin, since we are creating this, this, this new medium, this, this new market from, from the start, having people from all around the globe creating experience, it's good to have different landscapes and different flavors and different textures and putting that as our place. So people would realize that even if they couldn't understand everything that is there, that it's a real place that has some personality and has different like serial layers that that would be on top of being just a, a scale model that it's like generic and Ricky yeah we, we, we could bring a lot of um, a lot of flavor to it and plus uh, it's a, a an interesting aesthetic that people from here really relate to but also uh, people that are not here can be exposed to the aesthetic and see it in a, a, a see see the see a view of Brazil that maybe they didn't know. So it, I, we felt it was uh, such the story was already born there. We never even imagined it not being uh, uh, that because that is the soul of it. And then adding to that, this aspect of telling a, a story that will make people feel something right we, we we always see we see we see vr as a as a yes it's a su super high tech but we don't see out of it as a technology company right we we create stories right so uh i always say if the person takes off the headset and talks about the headset we failed right <laughs> we need to they need to talk about the experience they had right so the idea is to use this device and this technology to transport them to a magical moment and it doesn't have to be alien worlds right it can be the past it can be something nostalgic it can be something interesting that 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 you lived right so and how was i working with rodrigo santoro for this like was he open to it did he want to explore mediums uh it's it's interesting because he's a very analogic guy like he, he's not very digital and virtual but there is this other aspect that relates with the previous question that uh, we want to, to, we are Brazilians, we, we don't deny that, but we don't want to sell us as Brazilians, like just making things that are like almost a caricature of the country. And what he does in, as an actor is the same, like he's in Westworld doing a cowboy, you know, he's not a, like a Latin or Brazilian, you know, and, and he's there because he's very talented and people respect him because of his work. And, and, and we want to have someone like that to represent our piece being from Hollywood because we know that this helps to grab attention of, for the piece. And when we talk to him about this, this mindset, 
he connected with the, the idea, even if he's not very, very into tech, and he wants to explore more things, but he was making a, a, a series for Hulu as a protagonist at the time in Wilmington. They were filming there in a big studio there. And then he had just one day, very quick day, and we were very close to the delivery on, on Venice. So I traveled like on a Monday, and Tuesday I arrived at night, and then we recorded on, on Wednesday. I began to edit. I, I was editing like the, the finish, like uh, going to the airport, sent to the guys here, they began to implement, and next week we sent to Venice. But it was very nice, and he understood very quickly. Uh, I, I, I showed him the piece on the, the headset, so he could understand that it's a different kind of voiceover than using and uh, making your voice for a regular film. And what has been the reception? Obviously, um, and I don't want to kind of just over-index on Brazil, but we'll talk more Hollywood, but what has been the reception in, in Brazil? Because it, it, this is, if I'm not wrong, the first Brazilian production or piece to ever receive a prime time Emmy. Am, am I correct? Yes. 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 Yeah, it's, uh, the, I mean, Brazil has participated in the international Emmys, right, which uh, award non things that uh, uh, go on networks that are not in the domestic territory of the USA, right, but uh, uh, this is the first time even uh, nomination, right, so this is the first time that Brazil has won anything on the primetime Emmy, so yeah, it was the... It was a pretty big deal. Uh, that said, there, there's always the, the challenge of um, of showing the piece here, right? Because uh, uh, Brazil, like these devices, are not r super available here in Brazil. Uh, the there's a there's a high tax on on electronic imports, so they're not they're expensive here, right? So, uh, we, I mean, we've we've showcased it in um, film festivals here as well. Uh, um, and we, we try every opportunity. Obviously, that's not quite happening right now during the, the pandemic, right? But uh, um, we wish we could show it to more people because that's when it when when we won, especially a lot of people were, how can we watch this? How can we watch this? And unfortunately, it's a little bit challenging here because most of these devices don't even aren't even available outside of being an import, right? So, um, but yeah, the the repercussion has been amazing, even with that. Uh, a caveat, right? The the uh, we were on the on the cover of the main Brazilian newspaper, like half of the cover, just the picture of the line. Um, so it, it has been very significant uh, uh, reper repercussion here because it is a big deal, right? The, the this award and all of that. But uh, uh, we my only my only wish is that we could more people here could see it too, right? And, and what are your thoughts? Let's take it. Let's go to Hollywood now. Let's go more back to the U.S. San Francisco, Hollywood. What has been kind of the feedback you've gotten? Because you guys worked on this with Oculus, um, you know. And I'm actually an Oculus Launchpad Fellow, to 2017. Um, so, what, you know, tell me a little bit more about kind of what the reaction has been over here, and maybe we can talk about your first don't want to share everything out, but what are some of the things that you see might be coming in the future for you guys? Want to talk to you? Yeah, so actually, uh, it would be cool to, to talk a little bit about how this project came about, right? We, we started it ourselves. Uh, uh, Advorty is uh, a, a fortunately a, a VC-funded company, right? Uh, uh, we, we got funded right from the start by uh, Brazilian venture capital funds. Um, so we, we initially made this ourselves and and that is the 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 version that went to the Venice Film Festival last year and and won. Um, the Venice Film Festival happened about a month before 
Oculus Connect event last year, and then uh, we showcased we showed it to 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 people at Oculus at that event, and um, that's when they announced the hand tracking, and we said this is absolutely perfect for hand tracking. And the reason it was perfect was because even the 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 version that didn't have hand tracking had been designed with this simplicity in mind and simple interactions and all of that, right? And then um, when that happened, uh, uh, we we partnered with Oculus. They and 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 they funded the port to the Quest and the, all this hand tracking uh, support that that we added to the project, right? And then we launched it on Oculus Quest in uh, May, right? May May of May of this year is when we yes. launched it, uh, publicly, right? Um, so that's sort of the sort of the. The overview of, of how this project uh, happened, right? I, I, I forgot the question already. Uh, Hollywood and the U.S. Right? Oh yeah, and and, 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 and again, what comes for you guys? What comes next for you guys? Because I think that that's always important to to touch yeah, on. Yeah, I, I mean, I always believed, and this is a belief that I had uh, in terms of of starting Arvory, right? Uh, when a new medium comes around, it's sort of a clean, it's sort of tabula rasa, you know, like it's a team's a clean slate for. For everybody, right? So uh, that includes U.S. That includes Brazil. So the rules are zero, right? You need to start from start from scratch and write those rules of how to tell stories in this new medium. And I, we really believe VR uh, and 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 XR in general are this amazing new medium that changes everything up. You can't just tell stories how you told traditionally. You can't just make games how you made them traditionally, right? So. We saw that as a, an opportunity uh, to be on the same playing field because it's new for anybody, right? So, and Brazilians are very creative, and we are very we know how to think on our, our feet and 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 change things without rules, right? So, uh, I knew that we would be able to uh, uh, excel in also helping create these rules, right, and helping create these. The, these, the way to tell stories in this medium, right? And uh, the line was a lot, like I said earlier, the, the line was a lot of a consolidating a lot of the things that we have learned through our own experimentation. And um, uh, one of the, that's why we started it, uh, premiering it at a festival even before launching it uh, to the public, right? Because we wanted, we wanted to showcase this as, as to show what, what we were thinking and our thoughts of how to tell stories and all of that. Uh, and, and and so we could be recognized by that, and it went way, way, way beyond anything we could have expected, right? We originally we said maybe we'll be nominated <laughs> at Venice, but or selected at Venice, right? And we won, and then we won the Emmy. So uh, it was went way beyond our expectations. But uh, um, uh, I, the repercussion has been great. I mean, the these awards they do open doors of conversation and, and possibilities, right? But uh, most of all, I think it's just the dedication of the team and the efforts and proving ourselves through our work, right? Then instead of words, right? I think is the most important. I don't know. Would you want to add anything to that, Laga? Yeah, so, I think. It's, oh yeah, go it's, ahead, Ricardo, because we're getting towards the end of the time, our time together. But go ahead and, and add and add, Ricardo. No, I just saying that that it's to complete that that it's easier to talk with big studios and and big companies in the U.S. now because we have like two big stamps. Of quality, it's not just that someone see. Oh, this guy's made one big, one nice piece that they got lucky. No, we have like this, this recognition, like and 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 this legitimacy, you know, of the the industry in the Europe and in the U.S. So it yeah. helps a lot. 
That's great. So, so now we're getting to the towards the end of our time together, and I kind of want to go to each one of you guys and talk briefly about what is a technology. Well, not obviously in very VR, but or what is something you've seen that makes you excited about the future? And then, where can people uh, connect with you? So, uh, Ricardo Justus, if you want to start first. Yeah, I uh, well, for me, obviously, the, these ex not just VR. When I when I say VR, I'm 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 including. Uh, mixed reality and augmented reality in that in that bucket of XR, right? I, I feel like it re it really is a new medium of communication, a new platform of computing. Uh, uh, it meaningfully changes how we interact with each other. So I'm very excited about the possibilities of of creating these shared worlds, right? I'm I am a world builder. I'm a Dungeons and Dragons. Look, look how many Dungeons and Dragons book I have on my shelf. I'm a Dungeons and Dragons uh, a, a player since I was nine years old. Uh, uh, and I think that that's uh, cemented my passion in storytelling, right? And creating worlds that people can visit. And this technology allows that, right? So for me, that's the core of it: is building these magical worlds and and using this technology as a portal into these worlds, right? So uh, I can't wait. It, it's amazing what is already possible, and this is just the beginning, right? So I feel very excited about the future. And where can folks connect with you, Ricardo? Uh, you can email me at uh, ricardo at arvory.io or LinkedIn. I'm Ricardo Justice there. Uh, Twitter, Ricardo Justice as well. Uh, uh, you can find me at, at any of those places. So. And the other Ricardo? <laughs> yeah. About regarding the future and where can folks connect with you? Okay. Regarding the future, I think the, this, this research that we began with the line of bringing the body back to the center of the intellectual experience. So how we can remember to think, to tell stories, to listen to stories within our entire bodies and how this will make us better as humans. Because I think just being seated and looking to screens made us a little bit weird. You know, I think most of the problems we've been having for the last 20 years, I think I related too much with that. And also AI, like how we can create good and interesting characters and stories that can be like created with, AI characters and what is, what is the new limits for a director and a creator to control pieces in different ways, just, just creating the parameters and then letting the story happen each time differently. And, and this, is, this is, I think, are more my visions for the future now. In two years, we'll, everything will change probably. But for sure. uh, I, I, I am uh, on Twitter, I am Laganaro as my last name, on Instagram the same. And Facebook Ricardo Laganaro and LinkedIn Ricardo Laganaro. So it's pretty much easy to find me if you see my last name. <laughs> well, it was wonderful to have you both on Future Insiders. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Future Insiders. I hope you'll join me for more interviews about the future. And don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast.